Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a Alright, it's time for another episode of M4G Radio. Did you like that? I didn't even like give a build up. I just hit the button and go. <laughs> but anyway, this is episode number 404. Lots of jokes for that one. Uh, for the week of October 26, 2015. And there's only one more Dato Halo. Yeah. It's kind of a big game. Maybe. Maybe. Might be a couple people interested in that game. I'm Just a few. In it, but I don't have the I don't have the capability to play it yet. This is true, which is a shame because I think we're going to have a whole hell of a lot of fun over the next couple weeks. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it's probably going to be a short show. But I say that every time there's three people and it ends up being two and a half hours or some shit. We wouldn't talk about Nintendo again. <laughs> Let's not talk about Nintendo again. We talked about it on Phoenix Down, no less. <sighs> Are yeah, we talking about Nintendo? Because the NX stuff that oh, leaked yeah. out over the couple, last couple days. Anyway, but with us this week we have the Wombat. Hello. And we got Drew. Hello. And that's it. That's everybody. Because everybody else was like, no, I don't want to be on your show. Yep. But that's fine. We can still talk about video games. And we'll start by talking to Drew. Okay. Let's see what Drew's played. Well, I played a few things. Um, I finished up Life is Strange, episode five, final episode. Just that bought series. it. Um, episode five is very different than the rest of them. Um, I know some people may not like how they do it. Um, this is Sopranos ending. No, 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 no. They give you a decent ending. Um, I will say this. I Hang on a second. Uh, <laughs> had to adjust his junk. Yeah, yeah, I had to adjust. But um, there, there's multiple endings. I did them all. Um, is it one of those things where you can just like load your last save? You can, yeah. Okay. You can. Um, I did them all, and um, there is one ending in particular... That feels right. I'll just, just put it that feels way. Right. Just feels right. It's a little bit more fleshed out um, than the rest, and it just it feels it feels like that should have been the real ending. Um, this is still probably is it, this is definitely going to be in my top ten games of the year. That's why I bought it so I could play it before the end of the year. It's. I mean, like, I don't know how you're going to feel about it. Um, it's, a, it's a very emotional game. 
I think um, I don't have emotions. I think you have emotions, but I'm just saying you may, <laughs> what may end up happening is is you'll look at this and say this is you have to I look you have, <laughs> you have to look past the dump like the first episode you're going to be like man this is kind of rough because you got to think that these are teenagers and they don't really get the dialogue that good. I mean teenagers may really talk like this. I don't know. I haven't been a teenager for two decades. I haven't either. No, it's only been a decade for you. I'm 30. Yeah. That's well, 11 not, years not, ago you were a teenager. Not, you're not fucking 40. Like pretty damn close to it. <laughs> <laughs> Closer than I want to be. <laughs> Closer than you want to be. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's, I mean, it, it, it really does a good job. They, they, they make you do some crazy decisions in that game that really make you sit there at that screen and think... And um, are any of them timed? None of them are timed, and one of the great things about them is, is due to Max's power, you can actually choose something and then rewind time. I don't know why, but when you said that, the first thing I thought of was, "I got the power." (laughs) (laughs) Move. I don't know why that hit my head at this particular moment in time. But uh, yes, she's she has the ability to reverse time. And um, you you can see how something plays out. You don't like it. You can rewind and choose the other one. Did, did they ever explain why she has that power? Was she, like, infected by a radioactive worm or something? Um, play the game. Okay. Um, play the game. <laughs> you yeah, could have just said yes or no that they explain it. No, they don't ever explain it. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's, it's fantastic. But like I said, the, the, the fifth episode is unlike the other ones. It, 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 they they do multiple things that just feel a lot different from the other ones, which granted at the same time, they're trying to wrap everything up. Wrap uh, it up, I th- B. I think they wrap do. Wrap it up, B. <laughs> I think they do a good job of it. Well, I, I bought it and I've got it downloaded. It's in my queue of something to play before the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Which, Jesus, I sat back yesterday and thought about it and like, fuck, it's been a good year. There's a lot of stuff. There's so many games that I'm playing. It's so good. And, and we're like the big hitters haven't even hit yet. You know, Halo, Fallout, Tomb Raider, Call of Duty, Star Wars, Just Cause. Fuck. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I mean, fuck. Think about those games. Like, that's almost half of my top ten list if they're awesome. Crap. I need to um, play The Witcher 3. Yeah, you should probably play that. Yeah, game. you should do that. That's, I don't know I when we're going to play The Witcher 2. And did you know there's like another 20 hour expansion out there now? I did know. Yeah. <laughs> I did know. Yeah, that game. That's like, uh, that's like the game that keeps on giving. And I've heard the expansion's incredible. Yeah, and there's still another one coming. Do they expand like um like the level cap or something like that? Because I mean, you could probably hit the level cap in the game, right? Yeah, you could. Yeah. The expansion doesn't even start till level thirty-two, right? Mm-hmm. And getting to level thirty-two will take you probably about seventy hours. Mm. You beat the game, Ken. I am at the end of it. And what level are you? Thirty. Okay. 
I think I got about like 62 or 63 hours in it. So I'm, 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 I'm literally at the point where it's like, hey, if you do this, this is it. This is the point of return. Well, you can go back after, Yeah. but once you start that, you can't go do other You can't things. get out of it. Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah, like I'm, four I'm hours. Not, I think I'm 35 hours into it, and I'm not, I'm probably halfway. Yep. That sounds about right. Metal Gear came in and took over my time. Right. Metal Gear. Metal, Metal Gear. Gear. Metal Gear. I'm in, yeah, I mean, I'm 45 hours into Metal Gear, so. <laughs> You're, you should be close to beating that game. Yeah. I'm, I'm on mission 27. Okay. Yeah, you're about done with part yeah, one. I'm getting close. I know yeah. I know that there's some additional stuff, but I'm getting close. Well, it's not the additional stuff, I mean. It's chapter no, two. I, I, I know. <laughs> chapter, chapter two is where the story is, pretty much. <laughs> It only took you 50 hours to get to the story oh, of a Metal Gear. It took me 50 hours to get to the story. Yeah. The, uh, but no, I, I stopped in the middle of Witcher to play Arkham Knight. And then after I finished Arkham Knight, I went back to Witcher for just a little bit. But then I stopped to play Metal Gear. So I still got to eventually go back and finish. I stopped at a good spot in Witcher. I felt like I could leave and come back and still be fine. So. Yeah. Oh, I just, got, I just got vindicated. Why? Sean Murray just confirmed on Twitter that No Man's Sky is not coming out October 27th. Oh, wow. No shit, Sherlock. I'm just, but <laughs> nobody said that until just now. I mean, it's not coming out in two days? So, John, suck it! <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, go ahead. Do me a favor, uh, come back to me. I'll, I'll be right back. i got to do something real quick. Okay, well, Wombat, you want to talk about what you've been playing? Yeah, that's code for taking a dump. <laughs> uh... He had some spicy Taco Bell last night. <laughs> well, this is going to be super short. Okay. Um, really, all I've played is Metal Gear. Metal Gear. That's all I played. Um, and I, I this, uh, it's so there for a while. I was playing it, and I was like, "Ah, oh, this is getting kind of boring. It's the same shit over and over again. It's the same places that I'm infiltrating." But now it's really. Um, it's really kind of got its hooks in me. It's got a good so, loop. Yeah, it does have a good loop. Um, so I'm, uh, I'm playing that now. As as previously mentioned, I'm getting pretty close to the the end, quote unquote. So um, the uh, that's really it, though. I really, quite honestly, haven't played. Oh, that's not true. I did play Super Meat Boy. Um, PS4. Which is my, yeah, which is my first time ever playing Meat Boy. I never played. Uh, <laughs> I had never played it previously. So how's that going? It's tough. It is a very um, hard game. It's, it's fun. It's got a nice. It also has an addictive loop. It does. Um, but um, I mean, overall, it's not. It's not something I see myself investing a ton of time in. Quite honestly, um, I just don't. My my. Uh, the way I operate now is. I pretty much play only big story-driven games um, because I don't have time to play little ones. Um, <laughs> There's not really got, a deep story. There's not a deep narrative in the Super Meat no. Boy universe. And oh, if yeah. I've got if I've got a half hour, I'd much rather invest that half hour progressing the story in something than just messing around. Yeah. Uh, it's sad. I don't play games just for fun uh, very much anymore. I I like to play games that are fun that also progress a narrative. Um, so, uh, I, I am supposed to get 
WWE, but I have no idea if that's actually coming or not because it still hasn't come and I still haven't heard anything. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. Hopefully it's better but, than last year's one. Uh, it looks like it's going to be. Biggest roster they've ever had. Um, minus Hogan. Uh, minus <laughs> minus, <laughs> minus uh, Hogan. The um, What's his real name? Terry what? Terry Balea. There you go. Balea, yeah. But um, I'm supposed, so we'll see if I get that. It comes out Tuesday. So if not, I will not be reviewing that. But uh, I literally have heard nothing. Uh, of course, that's the way it was with 2K as well, or NBA as well. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> here the, you go. Yeah, here you go. Just shows up in your mail one day. Um, but other than that, uh, I know Fallout comes out on the 10th. And mm-hmm. so does Battlefront. 17th. Or, okay, sorry, Battlefront's the 17th. But yeah. Fallout's the 10th, right? Fallout yeah. and Tomb Raider on the 10th, yes. The uh, I don't think I'm getting it on the 10th. Um, just because I know I won't have time. Um, Fallout's... You think The Witcher's big? No, I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I... I'm gonna, my plan is, after I finish Metal Gear, to go back and finish The Witcher, and then I'll pick up Fallout, presumably when it's a little bit cheaper. Um, now other than that, the only other thing I have played is Mario Maker with Jacob, um, and that's, you know, Mario Maker. He really wants Yoshi's Woolly World, so that may be a Christmas present. What's going so on with that? I, I don't know. It's getting worse. It's like it's louder. Yeah, the buzz. Yeah. There, it stopped. Yeah, it did stop. That's weird. So, anyway, that's me. <laughs> that's all I got. Cool. Well, I, we... I am, by the way, interested in Assassin's Creed as well, but I won't. I won't buy that until I, uh, for a while. I can talk about it now. I couldn't talk about it last week. So there you go. That's a good segue. Yeah. Well, I got to go back to Drew now. Oh, okay. yeah. I'm, I'm back. <laughs> we just ruined the segue. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Drew. Uh, but yeah, um, another game that I am uh, reviewing uh, is another uh, episodic game that just finished. It's uh, Tales from the Borderlands. Really enjoying that. You made it through the first episode yet? I have finished the th- three episodes. Holy shit, you said it took like two and a half hours to get to the first one. The first one felt like it took about two and a half hours. It probably took about two hours. Okay. Um, and uh, I did one episode yesterday, and then I did another episode later on that night, and I did one this morning. Um, they are doing a very good job of, of incorporating pretty much everything you would know from Borderlands. Um, I know that the story in Borderlands is not particularly. It's not. It, you, you're not playing Borderlands for the story. Never have. Yeah, um, but they they do a good job of fleshing that stuff out. Um, the, can you the play it without knowing any of the story from Borderlands? Yeah, you, you can. Um, they they do a good job of just saying the the people that you're playing as um, are nothing. Nobody you've ever heard of before. So, like, but, the four vault hunters from each of the games are not in the game? No, they are in the game. Oh, I thought you just... You, you will see them. Okay. And interact with them. But you don't play as them. But you don't play as them, no. Okay. You will run into multiple vault hunters. Um, I, don't, I don't know any of their names except for uh, the Siren. I, I, re- I remembered her name at one point from the first game. The first one? The yeah. first one was not Lilith. It was... Um, I thought it was Lilith. Lilith was the second in Borderlands 2, wasn't it? Oh, that's right, because Borderlands 2 is still the best game. I really like Borderlands 1. 
I think the second one is the definitive Borderlands. It's like Terminator 2 of the Borderlands universe. But, um, yeah, it, I mean, they have multiple characters that you, you will definitely recognize. Um, but they, uh, they do a really good job of, like, combining the, the Telltale stuff, um, with, with this universe. And, um, it's genuinely funny. There's been multiple times where I've, I've laughed out loud because of how funny it is. And the best character in that entire game is the Loaderbot. Um, the, one of the main characters, uh, Reese, he, uh, he works for the Hyperion Corporation. And, uh, he, he has a loader bot that does pretty much all the fighting for him. And the loader bot's fucking hilarious. He, he, he's this monotone person, you know, is, like. Is it like HK47? Sure. Do you remember HK47? I, I vaguely do. You need to tell me. From Knights of the Old Republic? Uh, yeah. Meat bags. Kinda. Um, he's, he, he, like, every time he shows up, he just says hi. And it's, it's usually in a bad situation when you're getting the crap beat out of you. He'll just show up randomly. Hi. And then he beats the shit out of people. And it's, it, it, he's, he's one of the best characters in the game. And I have a feeling, I don't know. But they make they Telltale does a good job of making you like a character and then killing them. That sounds about right. That's what they call emotional attachment. But what I really like um, is the the split in between who's telling the story. So if you remember Call of Juarez Gunslinger, mm-hmm. and you remember how the guy was telling the story, but then he said, "No, nah, that's not how it happened," and they would change it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do this a lot in this because there's two people telling the story, the two main characters, and you actually play as them at different times uh, in each episode. And one person will embellish this, and they're like, you're a dumbass. That's not how it happened. This is how it happened. And they change it constantly and stuff like that. It's really, really interesting. It's, it's really well done. And I've always liked the Borderlands universe itself, and uh, they do a good job of it. I, uh, I, One of the things that I've always liked about Borderlands is – their intros, because everybody knows them from their the, the licensed music that they use. Uh, and each episode has a intro like that. And it's very stylized. And they use some type of licensed soundtrack for it. And um, it's got a lot of style to it. I'll just put it that way. But I'm really enjoying it. I'm going to play through the rest of it um, and uh, write that review. Um, it's pretty good. I think everybody should probably check it out. I have it. It's a, another game that's on my list. It's uh, it, it does a better job if you are familiar with the Borderlands universe. I'm familiar, but I wouldn't say that I know anything. What's going on? It's kind of like can, it's kind of almost like how I feel about Halo. Yeah, I mean, I can, but I can guarantee you that somebody will show up and you'll be like, "Oh, I know who that is." Oh yeah, probably. I mean, yeah. I spent I, shit. I've played through both of the Borderlands, the main ones. I spent a lot of time playing those games. I did too, and. I like I said, playing this makes me want to go play finish the pre sequel. And I know I know me and you had our issues with the pre sequel, but there's multiple characters that's in the pre sequel that show up in this. I still really hate the mission structure in the pre sequel. I just don't like the like that one time you know, that one fucking area where we got lost for like a good <laughs> thirty minutes. Oh, that was so bad. That's when I've not played it anymore. Yeah, that's when we stopped playing when we finished that. We're like, I'm done with this shit, man. <laughs> I, I really want to go back and play it. Well, like I said, if you ever want to play it, let me know. I still got it, still installed. Yeah. 
I, I, I regret the fact that I chose Claptrap as my character. As his you should. Ab- his ability sucks. Because it's random. Yeah. It's completely random, and it usually fucks up everybody. Well, anything else? Mm, yeah. Um, I played uh, Street Fighter V beta. <gasps> Me too! Yeah. What do you think? That's really good. It is really good. It's really it, man. I love the way it looks. I mean, they they've they've taken Street Fighter Four like the look of it and just made it. It's smoother. more it's more colorful, more animated. It's just, yeah. I don't know. There's something about it. it's like a refined version of Street Fighter Four. But man, it just it pops off the screen. It looks so good. Who did you play as? I played as Armika, of course. Uh huh. But slam. She's a lot I, more fun than she was in Alpha 3. That's for damn sure. Well, she's she feels differently completely. Yeah, like every character that I played in that game feels like they're different. Yeah, even Ken plays differently. Yeah, it's weird. I haven't had a chance to check out Karen yet. I probably will not because today's football. And the beta ends today. Yeah. So I probably will not get a chance to play as Karen. But I'm I'm down 100%. I'm, I'm going to play that game. I was going to play it anyway, but... It's really good. Yeah, it's. It, I have yet to find a character I don't like. Probably Birdie. I don't really like that character, but um, I really. I mean, the, those characters they, they've they've simplified it a mm-hmm. lot. Not just with like what your ultra move can be or all this other stuff. I mean, they they've they simplified how to do things and make it feel like you you know what you're doing. So they, they, it feels a little bit like how a killer instinct is, how it's like a little bit more accessible. Um, but at the same time, with with the V trigger, uh, that changes up a lot of stuff because every one of them's different, and it, you know it, it really changes your strategy with each character. I know Ken's um, V trigger ability um, is basically like his; it's a dash, uh, and you can basically cancel a, a normal attack into a dash and then do another attack kind of thing. Focus it's attack, weird. dash, cancel? Yeah, I never could do that. I was never really good at the focus uh, the the focus attack, dash, cancel. <laughs> FADC? Yeah, FADC. Never could do that. But, um, yeah, th- it's really, really good. I had a great time. I had some friends over, and um, we all just kind of took turns playing around with it. Yeah, that game has me excited, especially with the DLC model of being able to earn the characters, and I'm excited for that game. Yeah, me too. That'll be a good 2016 game. Um, I um, rocket. Can I talk about the the rock and racing? Yeah, it's been out for a while. Yeah, it's been out for over a week. I'm not a big fan of that game. He was like, "Can I break the embargo to say that it sucks?" Yeah, <laughs> I just, I just don't like it. I mean, it's just, it's, it's kind of, it's cheaply made. It is like six dollars. It is, it is six dollars. But at the same time, I wouldn't spend six dollars on it. Well, then there you go. It's essentially super off road for those who do not know, you know, like top down, bird's eye perspective racing game. Yeah. You do jumps and wide angle. It's yeah, it's super off road. 
it's yeah i just i mean it's it's weird some of the design choices as far as like if i finish if if like if you finish the race um you still have to wait for everybody to either finish or a counter to countdown because the ai is so fucking dumb sometimes it just gets stuck and then you just have to wait for a counter to countdown and there's multiple times where you'll finish a race and you you your your car still slowly going down the track and it fucks up the other people on the track <laughs> that haven't finished the race yet. Yeah. Well, I'm, they they should get good. Yeah, I know. I don't know. It's it's weird. I I guess I should try the multiplayer. Is it online or is it just local? It, no, no, it's online. Huh. Most of those little indie $6 games are not online. I'm pretty sure it's online. I I mean I didn't go into the menu or anything like that, but I can always try it. Yeah. Um, I want to say that's it. Okay. I can't think of anything else I'm reviewing. Finish the evil within. We're done with that. Um, I don't know what's next because I don't think we're going to do The Witcher Two next. Because Matt's really busy right now. Can say we still haven't even done our Metal Gear Solid Five. Yeah, that's I, I'm I'm wanting Matt to just you know finish Metal Gear Solid Five. We can sit down, and finish that, and then we'll go on to our next stuff. But you know, we need to have something in between there. I may just bring up some guests, hosts to do small games or something like that. I was gonna say, don't start like a Witcher or a Persona yet because that's not gonna be short. No, we need to find something simple. Simple so, and quick. Yeah, simple and quick, and we'll do that. But. Other than that, I did play a nice session of Dungeons and Dragons and recorded it for Thunder in a Paradise. We did that Friday. There you go. Nice. Uh, you got any more room clearing fart noises on this one? No farts on this one. A lot of people laughing and and doing stuff. So I had a I had a structure in my my story campaign that I was going to do, and they completely fucking derailed that. <laughs> So, like, this festival, it all starts at a festival, and the festival, I, I planned the festival stuff to be an introduction that would last maybe 20 minutes. No, the entire fucking session was in the festival, because they kept on doing stuff. Sure. Speaking of which, you know, there's a game out that made me think of you, I don't know if it's out, um, but it's coming out, it's called Swords of the Coast. Okay. It's a multiplayer game, like D&D, where one person can actually play as the DM. Interesting. Yeah, I know Swords it's of the a, Coast sounds familiar. Yeah, to it's me. well, it's probably because Wizards of the Coast. You've probably heard that, mm. but yeah, I think it's in early access. It's also coming to PS4 and Xbox One. I think. Cool. So somebody actually plays as the dungeon master. Yeah, it's a multiplayer game where somebody actually plays as the DM. Isn't that kind of like how the Fable game's supposed to be? Legends. Yeah, somebody plays as the villain, and then the other people play as the good guys. I think. I cannot, I'm not at liberty to say. Yeah. Because I did play it, but I'm not allowed to talk about it. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's pretty much it for me. A lot of the a lot of small games, episodic games, Life is Strange, I, I think everybody should play that game. It, it, it's, it's really fantastic. And, and Tales of Borderlands is, is really enjoyable too. I got both of them sitting on my hard drive. I will get to them eventually. Well, that's it for me. All right. Well, speaking of things that I can't talk about, I just thought it would be interesting to talk about, uh, 
two of the games that I'm playing that I'm not allowed to discuss are Doom. Yeah, I'm playing the new Doom, son. What's up? Um, and Fable Legends. And I think it's interesting, like, how they fight those, those NDAs. <clears throat> so, like, it puts your gamer tag all over the screen. What do you mean? So, like, you can't capture video or screenshots? What do you mean it puts your gamer tag all so, over the like, screen? So, like, my the word zero tolerance is plastered all over the screen when I'm playing. Okay. Like, like, watermarks. So, if you do take a screenshot and post it, they know who did it? Exactly. Wow. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> I'm I'm not posting screenshots of either of those games, nor taking video of either one of those games. No way. Can you tell me what system you're playing Doom on? Xbox One. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I mean, they've they've came out and said yes, the Doom. Yeah, alpha. because all the people who got the Wolfenstein code got oh, yeah, their no. codes this week. Okay. So and, and it ran just this weekend. It was only running this weekend. And they have said that it is a multiplayer. Yeah, it's just alpha. multiplayer. It's not okay. like you're playing single player. It's just gotcha. multiplayer. Okay. So, so yeah, I played that Fable Legends and Street Fighter. Those were the betas that I played. Well, the Doom is technically an alpha, is what they're calling it. Right. Uh, and I played those. Um, I also played MX versus ATV Supercross Encore. Okay. Uh, it's a it's a remake, not remake, remaster. I don't know. It's a port job from that PS3 360 one that came out uh, this year. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. The only one I can think of is Reflex for some reason. Well, that was on the Xbox 360 years ago. Okay. Um, they're still making them. Yeah. Uh, this one's out on PS4 and PC, and it's uh, the they said you know. Uh, Xbox One is coming at some point, mm-hmm. but they still haven't said when. Um, it's okay. Well, it's not great. I mean, those games don't feel fun like they used to. I, I used to really enjoy when those games came out, uh, but this one just not not so much. What, it, what what's it, wrong with it? I don't know. It's it, the ever since Reflex, they added that Reflex stick where you use the right analog stick to guide your rider back, forward, left, and right, and it it just doesn't feel fun. Mm. So, I don't know. Those games were always great games to just sit on, chat, and do and stupid stuff. Yeah, that's like Burnout Paradise for me. Yeah, this one I, I just don't see anybody playing it. Guess <laughs> it's the real big problem. Yeah, it's just it's okay. I mean, I had fun for the ten minutes I played it, but it's certainly not something that this time of year I'm going to spend a whole lot of time playing. Right. And I don't see a lot of people out there going, "Hey, I need that new MX game," you know. Um. What else did I play? I thought I played something else on PS4, but I guess I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did play a lot of other stuff. I played Assassin's Creed. Couldn't talk about that last week. You can talk about it this week. I can talk about it this week, and the internet is is in shock that it's good. <laughs> so, yeah, Assassin's Creed Syndicate. First off, it doesn't look as good as Unity. Like, not even close. Like, uh, it's visually, just, just... visually. Okay. Like Unity is a stunning game. 
It, it really, really was. As, as, with all the problems that it did have, it was a very visually stunning game. Uh, and this one, uh, and the reason for that is because Unity had baked-in lighting, which means it wasn't dynamic. Uh, whereas uh, Syndicate, it's it's all dynamic um, time of day. So the time of day will change as you're playing, um, so it doesn't look as good. There's also not as many interiors, but it still looks pretty good. Um, I really like the characters. Jacob and Evie Fry. Like, I haven't had a memorable character in Assassin's Creed since, well, truthfully, as much as I didn't like Assassin's Creed 3, I think Connor was a memorable character. Um, but since then, like, you know, Edward was, he was neat, but he wasn't great, and I'm gonna tell you right now, I don't even remember the fucker's name in Unity. I really don't. I don't either. Yeah, I I, I sat and thought about it when I was, like, playing this game, I'm like, I really like Jacob and Evie Fry. I'm like, what the fuck was the dude's name in Assassin's Creed Unity? I'm looking him up. I don't remember. But I don't uh, yeah, I really like Jacob and Evie Fry, and you can they, they have separate storylines. So like, you're taking over London, but each one of them has a different goal in mind. So Evie wants to go and find the piece of Eden. Uh, so yeah, they're going back to that a little bit, and Jacob just wants to take over London through like gang wars and and force. And they both play kind of different. Like Evie focuses on stealth, while Jacob focuses on more combat. So it's it's an interesting balance, and you can switch between them as long as you're not playing a character specific mission. So you can just go to the menu, click the right stick, and you switch to the other character, which I think is really cool. Um, <sighs> did you look it up? I did actually. What's his name? Arno Dorian. Damn. Arno, that's right. Arno. Arno was lame. I didn't like Agreed. Arno. Um. But they've, the biggest thing about Syndicate that makes it good is that they've streamlined everything. So, like, when you go to the map, you're not looking at 6,000 dots on the map of things to do. Um, they've really just streamed it down to specific events, uh, and they're all real easy to follow. They're all real easy to do. They're all based on level now, so your character levels up. And if you're in an area that says, hey, this is, like, a suggested level 9, then you shouldn't be in this level when you're at level 4. Um, and all the missions on the map will um, have levels on them. Uh, I do like the city. I think London is really, really a cool setting. And it's neat out that there are vehicles, kind of vehicles, technically in an Assassin's Creed game. You can ride around in a, in a horse and buggy carriage, which I think is it's fun. It's definitely fun to play. And the grappling hook like changes the dynamic of, of moving around the city. So, like, once you get that, you can connect the wire between two buildings and just slide from building to building. Which, which I, I heard is really cool and works really well. It does. It does. Um, so it's kind of like when you get to a point, you can see the button prompt that says, hey, you can just hit the button and climb to the top of this building without having to actually just climb to the top of the building. Which is awesome. Yeah. And you can assassinate from the line, too, which is great. Um, the skill trees are separate, but they both all have the same stuff. So if you want to level Jacob different than Evie, you can. Uh, the combat feels like a mixture between the old Assassin's Creed games and tossing in a little Batman in there. Uh, it works really well once you get the flow of it. It kind of reminded me of Sleeping Dogs where you try to play it like Batman and it doesn't work. It's got its own timing that you just have to kind of get into. So, But no, it, it works really well. The skill tree is really simple and easy to follow. Um, 
There's a new system for where, like, as you do things, you earn perks. So, like, after 120 assassinations, you earn a perk that makes your um, attacks more powerful. One of the best upgrades in this game is you can auto-loot when you assassinate somebody. Which that's is, awesome. Yeah, that's just fantastic. <laughs> no, no longer do you have to stand there and hold the B button. <laughs> you, think that, you think after so many games they'd already figured that out? Well, there's so many things that they should have figured out. They also brought in the um, one of the biggest things I loved about Unity was the, um, you know how you hold the right trigger in A to, to ascend a building, and then you could hold the left trigger to go down. Well, in this one they just switched it from uh, right trigger in A to climb up, and right trigger in B to go down. So, they did keep that from Unity, which again something that should have been in a long time ago. They finally got it there, but it, it just feels super streamlined. It's really an interesting story. Uh, it's a great setting, um, and it's just fun. I mean, it's I mean, I see people on the internet going, "This is the best game since Black Flag," and I'm like, "There's only been two games since Black Flag." <laughs> <laughs> so it's not and like one of them was also really good. Yeah, I was, I was like, so that's not really like that long ago. Let, let's just put it out there that Unity wasn't that great. Let's yeah, just say that. That's basically what you're saying. <laughs> hey, no, Unity sucks. But so this good. yeah, Assassin's Creed has essentially become the the M Night Shyamalan of video games, where every other one is pretty good. So, but anyway, no, I I really enjoy Assassin's Creed Syndicate. I'm probably about a quarter of the way through the story, and I and I really. Am enjoying my time with it. Uh, I played Guitar Hero. I couldn't talk about that last week. And then Guitar Hero went to the side because it just made me want to play Rock Band. Because I don't like Guitar Hero. And I seem to be in the minority. Mm. Um, people really seem to love the new six-button guitar. Uh, and I think it's neat. I think it's really well-built. Like, the the construction of the guitar is really nice. Um, the new note stuff is really interesting. You have the top and the bottom fret. Um, and there's notes that combine both the top and the bottom. Um, bar chords, open chords, things like that. It's, it's definitely something your brain has to wrap itself around. Because you've never played... You're, you're so used to the five-colored button routine. Uh, I even found myself, because the note highway's coming down, the note on the far right, I kept trying to reach my pinky finger down and hit, and it doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. So, it, it definitely takes a while to get used to, um, but that's not my main problem with the game. My main problem with the game is the fact that you don't actually own any of the songs. Like, you can't get DLC. So, you go into this thing called Guitar Hero TV, and you can play these songs... Um, in these live kind of tours and they're like 10 player multiplayer and you can see who you're playing against and see who gets the highest score. Um, but you can't play those songs whenever you want. Um, you have to earn these tokens that are called plays and for every one of those you earn, you can play any song that you want that's in that library. And in order to earn those, you have to play other songs. Uh, and then they also rotate in like the, it's really neat how they do it. They rotate in these like live concert footage or music videos of the song that you're playing, and and that's really cool. But you don't pick what you're playing. You pick you're just playing the playlist, which I guess is cool for some people. But like the soundtrack on this game, all of the great guitar song because this is a guitar hero game. Like mm-hmm. there's no band option. You can sing, but it's not really baked into the game. It's just kind of there. Um. 
And a lot of these songs aren't great guitar songs. I mean, I don't remember the last time Skrillex had a great guitar solo. You know, or Katy Perry, or Eminem, for that matter. Eminem, huh? Yeah, Eminem's in the game. So, like, and then all the good songs, the songs that you want to play on guitar, like Weezer, or, you know, I don't know, ZZ Top, stuff like that, Yeah, is built into the Guitar Hero TV. So it's not something that you can just go, you, you know, when you play Rock Band, you, you get a party together, and you're like, hey, let's play Quick Play, and everybody pick a song. Well, the Quick Play songs are garbage. Uh, and a lot of them are locked at the beginning. So so give me an example besides Skrillex. Katy Perry, Eminem. Those are in the songs that are on that are able to be played in quick play. Um the best stuff in there and, and I use that term loosely, it's you know, music is all relative to Subjective. what you would, yeah. yeah. Um like Blink one eighty two or stuff that's actually a guitar song. Yeah. Those are locked at the beginning. How much stuff is in there that's not Blink-182? Um, that's the thing. is like A lot of the songs, you look at that soundtrack and you go, okay, this, this has got a good lineup. A bunch of those are locked in Guitar Hero TV. Mm. So they're not available for quick play. So you have to go in there and use a play token. And how do you earn play tokens? Just by playing songs. Okay. Um, and you can, <laughs> you can buy what's called a party pass... Mm-hmm. Which is 24 hours, you can play any song you want, whenever you want. How much is a party pass? Six bucks for 24 hours. Fuck you. Fuck this. <laughs> That's fucking stupid. So, it really made me go back and play guitar here, or I'm sorry, rock band. Because I own the songs, I can play whatever I want, whenever I want. And the songs that I want to play are there. Like real guitar songs. Yeah. Which is why I play these games. I play to play the guitar and, you know, play on Harder Expert and see how good I actually am. And that's what's fun to me. Like, I've spent 20 hours in Rock Band 4, and I spent a lot more time in it after playing Guitar Hero because it made me want to play it more. So, But I know, there's a lot of people out there who love the change. Like, this game has got overwhelmingly positive. I'm almost the lowest review on this game. <laughs> no. So, I, I respect what they did, but it's not for me. Um, I don't think any of those plastic instrument games are for me anymore. I love those games, and I thought I was over them. And then I got back into Rock Band 4, and I already have a ton of DLC. And it's just, I'm having so much fun playing it. Oh, I am trying to think of everything that I played. I played, um, I can talk about Darksiders. It's kind of weird that I can't talk about Darksiders. I can yeah, talk about Darksiders. Yeah, that doesn't really make much sense. Um, but I played it on the Xbox One, uh, the new Death Initive Edition. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot how much I love that series. I so miss everything about, like, Yes, when Darksiders 2 came out, a lot of people were disappointed in Darksiders 2. Because it me, wasn't... Me included. Yeah, because it wasn't as, you know, streamlined and as interesting as Darksiders 1. It felt like there was a lot of padding. It's because it wasn't Zelda. Exactly. I'm just going to go ahead and say it that way. The reason why Darksiders was so fucking good was because it it did Zelda. But what you forget about Darksiders 2 is the beginning of the game does Zelda 2. Yeah, but then you get out of then the Then you get out of the, the beginning of the game and things change. But the things that I really miss and I, I like 
playing this game again has made me realize that we just don't get games like this very often. And I forgot how much I appreciate when we do. Um, from the art style, which is so fucking good. It's Joe Mad, man. That yeah. dude's fucking amazing. Um, to the soundtrack, which is unbelievable. Yep. Um, you know, the little Zelda nods when you unlock a secret to the, you know, different uh, scores for the dungeons. Um, the voice acting that Vigil got for both of these games is top tier. It is so good. Yep. Um, doing these little character puzzles in these dungeons, God, it's just, we don't get games like that hardly anymore. And playing this again, I'm like, God, I so miss this series. I really wish they'd do a third one. I love the, the just the world itself. Oh God, yeah. Especially like even like I really liked the world in Dark Siders too because it was like this really warped fantasy world. Mm-hmm. You but know? a lot of recognizable things like the Tree of Life or yeah, you know, like the different characters that were in the game. It's just the small things like it, it's a a post apocalyptic world where there's crumbled buildings, but then you you're in an enchanted forest. Yeah. The weeping it's, crag. It's weird. It's so weird, but it worked. Yeah, that game. I I really had forgotten how much I miss those kind of games. I got lost in it for hours one night, and it was like I didn't need to because hey, I'd already beaten this game. I just needed to see how it performed on new consoles. But man, I got lost. I forgot how much I love those games. Uh, as far as its performance goes, it looks it looks like if you were running it on a good PC. Yeah. Um, it's real sharp. Uh, it's visually, like I said, the art style is what sells it. That's what makes it still look really fantastic. Um, and the performance is okay. It runs at about 30 frames a second. It seems like it has the same problem The Witcher did on the Xbox One, where it it's always over 30, but since it's unlocked, it kind of jumps back and forth. So it's not consistent. They should really patch it so that it's a locked frame rate, I think. I think that would really help it. Would not bang. Oh, I'd, I'd so recommend this game if you have not played it uh, for 30 bucks. You know, it's it's a solid version of that game. Just wish they would have put the first one in there. Um, and I spent a lot of time playing uh, Halo 5 multiplayer. And I can't wait for you guys to get the game this week. Did you get a Killtacular? <laughs> no, I did get a Killjoy. There was some guy owning an arena mode, and I finally shut him down. And that was oh, awesome. That, you just need a good, well-placed sniper shot for that one. Come on. No. There's no snipers. Well, there might be sniper rifles, but arena mode is too fast for sniper rifles. Like, like I said, it's that mode that's one death done. Can you talk about that? Yeah. You can? Okay. Multiplayer is, multiplayer is completely open. Complain or complain? Explain to me what complain arena to me. mode. Uh, complain to me what r- arena mode is exactly? Because you were talking to me in text messages about it, and I was like, I'm confused. Okay, so arena mode. After I've played a little bit more, I've discovered it's it's there's different modes in there, like Slayers in there. Okay. Um, but arena mode is mostly for smaller groups, so like four on four kind of deals. Mm-hmm. And then there's different game types in there. The one that seems to be cropping up a lot is the one where there's a flag in the middle of the map, and you can grab the flag and take it to the base to win. Um, every person on each side, it's four on four, each person, uh, each team 
uh, has one life. So if you die, you're done. There's no respawning. So the the objective is, is you either kill the entire other team or you get the flag and take it back. I will tell you the entire time we played, nobody ever got the flag back to the other base. Yeah. Everybody always got killed constantly. So, and then there's also Slayer in there. And then you get into Warzone, which is up to 18 players, I think. And so is that kind of like a big team battle, I guess? Big team battle will be part of Warzone. Okay. Uh, the, what, the way they do it is Arena is the smaller groups, big, uh, and Warzone is the bigger groups, and then there are playlists in there. So the playlists can vary from Slayer to Team Slayer to, you know, Oddball, King of the Hill, things like that. Mm-hmm. It's just dependent on how many players that you have. Uh, and as far as the way it works, it's, it's smooth. They changed the countdown sound. What does it sound like now? It's, it still does the countdown from 3, 2, 1, and then the noise that it makes when it's done is the same one, but the sound beforehand is a little different. It throws me off. <laughs> and there's certain things baked into my brain from playing Halo, and the doot, 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 boop, that, that's in there, you know? Yeah. Like, how many times have you heard that in your life? A lot. A lot. So, the fact that they changed it a little is a little weird. Mm. So, you can customize your Spartan now, and they found a way to, I guess, introduce kind of a, a, you know, like a, like a card system. So, like, you earn what are called requisition points for each match that you play. Mm-hmm. And these requisition points can be used to purchase packs of cards. And these cards can in, can contain boosts or, like, skins for your weapons or new helmets, new armor, things like that. Mm-hmm. And you can use real money to buy requisition points. Of course. So... Um, you can get boosts. Like, boosts are like, if you've ever played Titanfall, they had the burn cards. So the burn cards were essentially like, here's an extra thing you're going to get. Um, for the next match. Kind for of the thing. next match. You can use that card for one match. Uh, in Halo, for example, I got one that says, boost XP in arena mode. So I could turn that on and boost my XP gain for one particular match. Can you hold on to the card? Yes, the cards are all in your inventory. You can even sell them. So if you get a bunch of the... The same card, you can sell them for rec points. See, what the fuck, man? Just let me... I mean, that's, that's, that's the thing. I love customizing my Spartan and, and you know, giving certain helmets and certain gauntlets and stuff like that, and now i got to worry about this fucking random-ass loot drop bullshit. Yeah, but that's what people love now. <sighs> I don't is, like is that. Loot. People love loot. Yeah, well, just let me buy the loot I want. Well, you can't just buy loot in other games. You have to grind for it. Well, I remember in Halo 3, I could just say, hey, I want this fucking helmet. And then Diablo and Destiny happened. Yeah, but th- those games are supposed to have that kind of stuff. Well, all games are going to have that kind of stuff now. Because uh, yeah, they're trying to make money off of you. You know Call of Duty last year had loot drops? I, I, yeah, probably. Yeah. Crazy, huh? Yeah, stupid. <laughs> That's what it is. Well, that is that is again the case here. So, but no, it's it's exciting to get back into Halo, and I can't wait for you guys to get it so we can so I can have a fire team instead of just jumping in with random people. Are they called fire teams? Yeah, hmm. I think right. That's a Destiny thing. Are you sure it wasn't a Halo thing first? It might have been. Did they just 
Did they just steal it over, I guess? Did they? I don't... It's a, un- it's a United States military thing. Well, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have no idea which is which. Maybe it's a UNSC thing. I don't know. Is the UNSC in Destiny? No. Okay. Don't ask me questions I don't have the answers to, Drew. I don't know. Does Halo like have like the United States? The the what? Does Halo have like the United States and all this other stuff? You never go to any place on well, Earth. Yeah, you, you did. In Halo Two, you went to that, that you heard of. So it's so far in the future that uh, countries have kind of combined. Changed. Yeah, they went to New Mombasa. It's in Africa. Is that a real place? Probably. I Is don't, it? I don't. I don't. I'm not a geography expert. Is Mombasa a real place, and we just haven't got new Mombasa yet? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> this it's conversation is awesome. Kind of like Neo Tokyo. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Or San Francisco, like in uh, the Hero <laughs> Six. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. All right, we're going crazy places now. Is that was really what it was called. What San Francisco? Yeah. Yeah, that's. I haven't seen that movie. Sorry, <laughs> it's actually really good. I, I, I need to see it. There's a lot of movies I need to see. Speaking of which, yeah, I saw Furious Seven finally. Hey, we think. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. I watched two rock movies back to back. What else did you watch? I watched San Andreas. Well, how was that? That's exactly what you think it is. It's a fun, <laughs> stupid popcorn summer movie with lots of special effects. Mm. I enjoyed it. I I like just about anything with the rock in it. God damn! Not since Marky Mark has there been a celebrity that was not a movie star become a better movie star. He's just a damn good movie star. <laughs> Agreed. But anyway, that I think that's it. I think that's all I played. I played a lot of Rock Band because I have Rock Band problems. I even went out and bought uh, Rock Band Three digitally so I could transfer all those songs over to Rock Band Four. Nice. In December, because it's got fucking Freebird on it. And there's nothing better than playing Freebird in a rock band game. What was... The Freebird was in a Guitar Hero game, but I can't Guitar remember Hero which one it was. Was it two? Yeah, because okay. that was the first game that kept asking you, like, are you sure you're ready for this? Are you sure? Yeah, I couldn't remember if it was that or three. No, nah, it was... Uh, three was uh, Dragon Force. Through the fire and the flames. What was it? Yep. Because <laughs> that's uh, that's in Rock Band as DLC. The only the only song I remember from Rock Guitar Hero Three was "The Devil Went Down to Georgia." That was a fun song to play. It, it was a fun song to play. I don't think that's in Rock Band. You know what's really fun to play in Rock Band? It's Dream Theater. <laughs> yeah, failing. No, I don't fail. Oh, and it, um, Ryan will get a real kick out of this. I think his name is Brad Paisley. Yeah. But he has a song in Rock Band 4 that's like okay. five devil horns. That it's song called. is fun as shit to play. Uh, what's it called? I don't remember the name of it, but I've played it like four times in an encore. Man, it's fun to play, even though I don't like the song. Yeah, Brad Paisley's an excellent guitarist. Yeah, that is a super fun song to play. But yeah, it's weird. Like, I quit playing Rock Band before they started putting a bunch of country in it. And it's fun to play, even though I don't like the music. It's certainly more fun to play than Skrillex. <laughs> I only had Alabama in one of them. I think Alabama's got a bunch of DLC in uh, Rock Band. Rock Band's DLC menu will make you shit your pants. Yeah. 
It's ridiculous. And I remember specifically Alabama because I think I bought a few of the songs. My Green Day finally, my Green Day export from Green Day Rock Band finally uploads. So now I have like 30 Green Day songs in Rock Band 4. Jesus. <clears throat> and they all sound the same. No, nah, not their newer stuff. Their newer stuff, they kind of went different. Yeah. It changed the way they play. But anyway, that's enough about Rock Band. That's enough about games. Let's talk about what's coming out this week. Lots of stuff. Like we said, Halo 5 is out this week. Um, Divinity Original Sin Enhanced Edition is hitting for PC. What hit for PC last week, and now it's hitting PS4 and Xbox One this week. I wonder how that controls on a controller. I've heard it's fantastic. I will find out this week. You're going to get it? Yeah, I'm going to play that. Good luck, man. I know. I've heard it's real hard. It's, yeah. It's... yeah, I know you didn't like Wasteland too much, but it's kind of like Wasteland. Yeah, but Wasteland, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. If I don't like it, I don't like it. I, I tried Wasteland. I try everything. So, uh, Minecraft Story Mode, a Telltale game series, starts this week. Oh, boy. Uh, WWE 2K16 is out on Tuesday. That's right, brother. Uh, two of the games I talked about, Darksiders 2 and MX vs. ATV Supercross Encore. Are out this week. Uh, is there anything else out this week? No. Nope. And nope. That's it. Big week, though. It is. Halo 5. Like I, it, Halo 5 is probably a lot of people just getting the fuck out of its way. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, Halo's uh, fucking Halo, man. It is Halo. People. So... Finish the fucking fight. You're gonna finish it, I, which I have, by the way. I finished the campaign. Okay. Satisfied? How long is it? Are you allowed to tell? I, I don't know if anybody's actually said okay. that you can't say. I I know which chapters I can talk about. I can talk about one, two, three, and eight. Okay. One, which, one two, three, and eight. It, there's stuff that happens in four, five, and six, and seven. Gotcha. Yeah, that's crucial to the story. There's 15 chapters total. So. It's it's a normal Halo game. It's not as long as four. I will say that. It'll probably be longer if you play on heroic. Yeah, yeah. I played on normal, uh, and then when we do the co-op this week, I'm going to play on heroic at least. I'm not doing legendary, so you can forget that. <laughs> That's just a nightmare, dude. Uh, this one actually is different than the other Halos. Like the difficulty changes depending on how many people are playing. So heroic will probably be challenging for all of us. Good. We'll but just stick with heroic. Should be fine. Uh, so news. Some things happen. Not a lot. Hey, you know what's done? Fallout 4. Yay. The discs are pressed and they're on their way out to retailers, I guess. Um, uh, you know what else is gold, Drew? No. Just Cause 3. Really? Already? Oh, yeah. nice. Just Cause 3 is gold, as is Need for Speed. All those games are done. And Just Cause 3 was one of the games I kind of half expected to be delayed. Yeah, you kept mentioning that. Yeah. And it's not that I wanted it to be delayed, because that might be my game of the year. I don't know yet. I love the other ones. I mean, I've seen a lot of gameplay footage of that, though. It looks so good. Tons of gameplay footage. Yep. So, but yeah, that's game's done. So it is shipping this year. Goddamn, like we needed more games. D- December was when I was supposed to catch up. Yeah, right. Nope. <sighs> Hey, you know that Wii U Fatal Frame game came out? I haven't played it yet. <laughs> I really want to. 
Did you pick it up? I have the Yeah, somebody dem- should tell Nintendo not to pop up the creepy um <laughs> creepy fatal frame commercial on my Wii U gamepad. Luckily it popped up earlier and my son was not home. Oh my my kid saw it. Like he uh, booted up the gamepad and he's like, Look a new game I'm like, No. No, that's not for you. <laughs> Uh, that game was also censored in America. Really? Yeah. So in the Japanese version, there's apparently a scene where they have a flashback and she's in a bikini or something because it's fucking Tecmo Koei. Yep. Um, but in the American version, I guess she's wearing a, a shirt and a skirt instead of a bikini. Hmm. So but yeah, I downloaded the demo. I did not buy it. I, I still have a hard time paying 50 bucks for a digital game on the Wii U. Because it's it's if my Wii U breaks, it's gone. Well, I mean, same way with the other games, you won't buy anything else digitally. Sometimes, but see, at least on Xbox, I know my license is there. On the Wii U, it's not. If my Wii U dies, all my games are gone. Is is that for real? Yeah, they're not attached to your Nintendo ID. They're attached to the fucking console. What the fuck is wrong with Nintendo? Jesus fucking Christ! Yeah, it's Nintendo. What'd you expect? That's so. F- I'd expect. Something that's been in place since 2006. Yep. So, no. I I have a real hard time. Like, all the games that are digital on my Wii U are there because of review copies. That's so fucking dumb. If I buy Wii U games, I buy them physically. And Fatal Frame, I do not have that option. It is not available physical. Well, I'm glad you told me that because, I'm, you know, I, I'm not shy of buying something digitally. I won't do it on the Wii U. I just won't. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Unless it's virtual console and I can eat three dollars. You know. Yeah. Anyway, um it's official. Kojima is gone, son. He left Konami this week. They had a going away party. And somehow Konami still denies it. Yeah. <laughs> Konami's awesome. like he's on vacation. He's just on vacation. What's yeah. everybody worried about? Jesus. Yeah, just on vacation. Whatever. Uh, but no, he's gone. So I think he has a no. What's that? What do they call no that? No compete. No compete until December. So we will still not find out what he's doing until December. Which somebody had a good, like, little tidbit. What if he comes out of Keeley's Game Awards thing and announces his new studio slash game slash whatever the fuck he's doing? It's natural. Awesome. I'd really be interested to see what he's doing because it's obviously not going to be Metal Gear. No. <laughs> Maybe he'll finally work on a horror game that he wanted to do. You know, I'd play it. I would too. Whatever he wants to do, I'll play it. I don't. I care. mean, if you think about it, I, you know, I hate beating that dead horse, but Silent Hills, it had the makings of possibly one of the scariest fucking horror games ever. You got Hideo Kojima and Guillermo del Toro fucking didn't he just have a new movie come out he did it's uh crimson peak i heard I it sucked i actually heard a bunch of people say they liked it huh he I does mean, some weird shit i've liked most of his movies like pan's labyrinth think, that was a weird thing that one with the the little imp things what are we talking about here it was a movie with like, i think it had katie holmes in it that one was. Are you bad. talking about don't the one that's like don't be afraid of the dark? No, no, no. That's that was Hellboy. My bad. I love the Hellboy movies. I like the Hellboy movies. Those were good movies. But yeah, the don't be afraid of the dark or something like that. That was. That was Hellboy. 
Because the no. little monsters in the box they let out? No, it wasn't. What are you talking about? Yeah, the little box in Hellboy 2. No, there was a movie with Katie Holmes in it. I'm already and it, out. And it was about these little things. I, I don't know. Alright, All right, let's move on. Anyway, I didn't. I don't know why this was news. I thought we already knew this, but Sony's confirmed that they're not making any more first-party games for the Vita. And, like, this somehow became a news story, and I'm like, I thought we knew that. I thought that was, like, a known fact. Whatever. You know, it's called Don't Be Afraid of the Dark. Hmm. Okay. Hey, I can be wrong. I don't... I, I thought it was Hellboy. Uh, that's about it. It's not a lot of news, man. Yeah. New PlayStation firmware's out. 3.10. Stability? Nope. Something even more worthless. What's that? You can follow official PlayStation 4 accounts. What? So, like, people who, like, on Twitter, the verified people, there's confirmed accounts on PlayStation Network, and you can now follow those. Oh, good. So you can see what the cool people are playing that you're not. So that's cool. I definitely give a shit about that. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Me too. I got to know where my important people are playing Vigi games. Which, by the way, we we created that community on PlayStation 4 for for the site. And you all should go join it, and fucking Gambus should go join it, because that motherfucker's still not in there. I don't think I've joined it. I've you joined it. Fucking, but Gambus has joined another community. I saw his face crop up on one of the communities I was in, and I'm like, you motherfucker. Mm-hmm. I see how you are. I, so I don't know how to you. post. How do you post to that fucking thing? You just go in and post on the wall. Yeah, but I mean, like, what about screenshots and stuff like that? I don't know how people are doing screenshots. I have not investigated the worthless PlayStation communities yet. I, ha- I haven't either. I, I think you can play games together on there. I think that's the whole point of it. You could, like, send a community-wide message like, Hey, fuckers, we're playing Rocket League tonight or something. That's exactly what you should say, too. Hey, you fuckers. Hey, you fuckers. <laughs> I, I posted in Justin's community and I said I pooped. That's all I said, and then I walked out. What was his community? Slasher JPC's community. Gotcha. He almost has as many fans as we do. See how that works? <laughs> See that? YouTube, yeah. man. YouTube's the shit, dude. YouTube, man. That's how. You, that's how, that's where the money is. That's where the money is. Yeah. Speaking of that, they announced YouTube Red this week, and I guess a lot of people were pissed about it. It's a subscription service for YouTube. Yeah, it's gonna have PewDiePie's original TV show on it. It's called Scare PewDiePie or something like that. Cause that guy needs more money. Yeah. Anyway, NPDs came out this week. Guess which system won? Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Okay, well, you want to know the top ten games? Sure. There's a there's a shocking omission. Forza Six is not on here. Which, it came out that month, so you figured it would be in the top ten, you know? Uh, yeah, but... Well, you want to hear what is in the top ten, anyway? Sure. NBA 2K16 was the number one selling game. Well, that's not really a surprise. It usually always is. Yeah. Uh, number two is Madden. This okay. is its second month. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Five is number three. Wow, really? Yep. Um, Metal Gear Solid never made the top ten, huh? 
Or, or never made the top. Um, it came out in September, right? Yeah. Then yeah, it never was number wow. one. Wow. Well, Madden and NBA are kind of universal system sellers. You know, huge that's, games. Well, that's true, but so, damn. Yeah. Uh, FIFA. So yeah, Metal Gear sandwiched in between all these sports games. FIFA 16 is number four. Drew's favorite game, Destiny the Taken King, is number five. Wow. That's shocking. Uh, you want to hear shocking? Super Mario Maker is number six. I didn't think it had an install base big enough to put it in the top ten. <laughs> you'd be surprised. I've, I've seen a shit ton of Mario Maker stuff out there. Uh, Disney Infinity 3.0 is number seven. Here's one that shocked me. Mad Max is number eight. Didn't that come out like two months ago? No, it came out the same day as Metal Gear. Yeah, it did. Yep, same exact day. Uh, NHL 16 and Minecraft is number 10. Will we ever beat out Minecraft? Is anything ever going to beat that out? Uh, no. And do take into account, this is just retail in America. This does not count digital. Hmm. So my, my copy of Metal Gear didn't count. Nope. And Minecraft probably sold a hundred times that. Oh, yeah, digitally? Yeah. Shit, yeah. Yeah. That's just fucking retail. That's crazy. Yeah. Minecraft. Who actually, who actually <laughs> goes to the store and buys Minecraft? Lots of people, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> no, you, you want to know the, the systems? 360's number one, obviously. Uh, PS3's number two. Xbox One, number three. And PS4, number four. Xbox One only had one title that it was the best-selling... I'm sorry, two titles that it was the best-selling system for. Can you guess which games? Madden and NBA. Nope. Destiny, The Taken King. Really? And NHL 16. Huh. Those NHL, the, huh? Yeah, those are the two games that sold better on Xbox One than PlayStation 4. Disney Infinity was 360, followed by Wii U... Followed by Xbox One, followed by PS4, followed by PS3. Do you have the numbers on how many units PS4 and Xbox One sold? PS4 never gives numbers. Okay. How about Xbox uh, One? Xbox One, they're guessing around 278000 Damn. For the month that's of September. A, that's a fucking month. Yep. So, uh, PS4 has never given numbers. They just always say, we sold more. So... The Wii U sold less than 89,000. You want the biggest shocker? NBA Live. Can you just guess how many copies it sold? One. (laughs) 8,000. Wow. All right, I'll be dead honest with you. I didn't even know they made NBA Live. (laughs) Yep, they did, and it was not bad. But it just goes to show you that that series is absolutely pointless. Yeah, that series is dead. So... But yeah, I saw the news story that cropped up that the game sold 8,000 copies. Jesus Christ. Which is nothing! Oh, poor NBA Live. Anyway, we got a couple emails. Let's read some emails. First one comes from Sean. He says, I apologize in advance that this email is a bit long. I just finished Metal Gear Solid 5, and I figured I'd email you guys. Don't worry, Ryan, I will avoid spoilers if there are any in this email. Thank you. He says, without spoilers, of course, I gotta say, it's a hell of a twist at the end, but it's a true ending I won't experience firsthand. 
Uh, for those that don't know, when you finish Mission 31, you get the main story ending of the game. For myself, I was only at 50% completion, so needless to say, I was surprised when the credits rolled. And I now see why many of you guys and others complained on Twitter last month. You get left with a feeling of, is this it? Yeah. So, of course, I proceeded to go online, and sure enough, found out that there's a different ending that changes the whole game. So, just like Batman, I went ahead and YouTubed this true ending. I gotta say, I hope this trend dies very quickly, as I'm already getting sick of having to do this for some of these open-world games. Now, this isn't to say I don't understand why they are doing it. Battle, uh, Batman and Metal Gear both give you reason to continue playing with plenty of content. However, with games this big, you get to the end and you don't want another 20 hours to get some true ending bullshit. This is very true. In fact, by the time I got the true ending, I was like, I am never really wanting to play Metal Gear Solid 5 again. Uh, thank God The Witcher 3 didn't have this problem, and it's one of the reasons it is still my current game of the year, regardless of getting a bad ending. I was still left satisfied for what I got. Let's hope other big games this year do not suffer from this trend, as I'm all for small stingers after credits, but let's leave it at that, just stingers. Uh, after watching the 15-minute YouTube ending for Metal Gear 5, there's no reason they couldn't put that at the end of the main story as a post credit scene and blown some people's minds right there. As it stands, you have to go look for it secondhand or put in more playtime. It just leaves an unsatisfactory feeling. I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts on this latest trend in gaming. Well, this isn't the first time Metal Gear's done that. No. Uh, Peace Walker did it as well, and it annoyed the shit out of me and Matt when we did it then. Um, it's just padding. It's extra padding to get to the actual end of the game. And the thing is about Peace Walker is that it's a major fucking plot point that if you don't get that true ending, you it, you don't understand what's going on in Ground Zeroes. So it's I don't know. Like I have a lot to talk about with Metal Gear Solid Five, and I'm saving that for Phoenix Down. <laughs> I have very big issues with that game. I I am not a fan of the. You need to play this a whole load more to get. The real ending. Well, the Batman one was like that. That cutscene is twenty seconds. I don't. I mean, like I, I saw that YouTube and I was like, okay, well, that was definitely not worth doing that anyway. Well, yeah, but still, it sucks that you have to do all that just to see what they consider the true ending of the game. Yeah, I mean, Metal Gear. I mean, it's significant. It is, um, but it's you something you should YouTube and not rush yourself to see it. I mean, it's, there's a few. There's, there's a few. There's awesome. Okay. There's awesome stuff in between there, but goddamn. Yeah, the, I mean, what ends up happening is is that you'll have story missions, okay, and you'll get one, and they'll say, okay, well, we need to do some more missions until and 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 see what happens later, and then make you do those side ops, like five or five side ops, and then a new story mission opens up, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, I don't want to do this. Just give me all the fucking story missions. I'll do them back to back and let me see the fucking ending. That's all I want to do. Yeah. I don't really think we're going to have that issue with the rest of the games this year. Um, as far as narrative-driven games. Um, I think Tomb Raider will be a straight shot. I know Halo is a straight shot. Um, the only other open-world game is Just Cause, but, I mean, come on, who fucking plays that for the story? Oh, wait, I do, because the story is so ridiculous. But anyway. 
Yeah, I don't I don't want this to become a trend. I don't like it. But we do have another email from Antonio. Alright. He says, What's up guys? A couple of weeks ago Ken tweeted about WRC, asking if anybody had impressions on it. I'm too uh, I too am interested as well. Uh, Sebastian Loeb's Rally Evo was recently announced for a January 29th release date on consoles, but what I really want to see on this console is Codemasters Dirt Rally. Uh, They've been completely mum on a console release, despite it already being available to play on PC. I really want Codemasters... I really want Codemasters game the most, as I've been a fan of them going way back to the PS1 with the Colin McRae games. Uh, Also, I'm really disappointed to see that Forza 6 didn't crack the top 10 in in MPDs for September... I really hope it's because most people are getting it through the bundle or digitally, which wouldn't have been counted. You know, we tried to reach out to the guys who made WRC5 and got zero response. So I'm guessing they don't want anybody to play their game. I do agree that I would love to see that dirt game that's on PC make its way over to console, but the reason why it hasn't yet is because it's in early access. It's not done. Yeah, it's not finished, yeah. So and I know Xbox One has an early access program, but dude, there's like four games in it. <laughs> yeah, well now only three. Yeah, since Elite because Dangerous, Elite Dangerous came, out. came out. Yeah, well they just added uh, Layers of Fear on Friday. That's the newest one that's on there, which I played about ten minutes of and had to turn it off because the frame rate is still bad. I mean, it's it's real bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would love to see a dirt game. You know what I'd love is for Microsoft to bring back Rally Sport Challenge. I don't think I ever played that. Oh my god, the second one on the original Xbox was so good. I don't think it was as good as Dirt 2, though. Dirt 2 is a goddamn classic. Hell, Dirt 1 is really good. Dirt 1 was fantastic. Yeah, Dirt 2 just took it a whole lot. I didn't like Dirt 3. Why? It just didn't have the, the events that I wanted. Like, I really loved the diversity in Dirt 2. Like, there were so many different kinds of events, from the rally crosses to the, to the like, truck racing to just all the different stuff. And Dirt 3 seemed to lose a lot of that. We went back to classic just rally racing. Yeah, and I, I want variety. Like, I like to have all the different stuff. So. But yeah, I'll take, I'll take a Codemasters Dirt game on these new consoles all day, every day. So, there you go. Some tweets. Tweet, son. Then we can wrap this show up. Oh, where do I start? Where do we leave off? I don't know. Well, Mookie says, that was a lengthy show from the N4G podcast, but hey, I enjoyed it. Very informative, as usual. Yeah, last week's show was kind of long. Don't worry, we made up this week. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he also says, uh, Ken then would be... What, oh, he says, I don't like JRPGs as much as Ken um, do, but if you have one game to recommend, what will it be? And as soon as you convince Ken that then that would be a sign of a game to try on. By the way, I've played Persona 4 and I didn't like it very much. Oof. That's a that rough hurt. one. That hurts. Even I thought Persona 4 had promise and eventually I want to go back to it. Persona 4 is one of the best JRPGs I've ever played. Thanks, Final Fantasy 7. Final Fantasy 7 still the goat. Final Fantasy 7 is a classic and very much nostalgic. Final Fantasy Mystic Quest is the best. Don't you start! 
Mystic Quest is a good beginner's RPG. It is. I'm trying to think of like the definitive like Final Fantasy is the easy answer. Final Fantasy Seven is. Yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy was it four? The Japanese four. Six or three? Japanese it three. Was, it was yeah yeah. Japanese. Which one's oh, the one I'm with sorry, Jap- Kafka. That was three slash that six. Was, that was six. Yeah. Yeah, that one's awesome. That one's pretty good. Um, like, you I'm know, trying to think like a modern JRPG. Blue fucking dragon. Blue Dragon's yeah. okay, but... I love Blue Dragon! Shut up! Dude, go back and listen to us on Phoenix Down. I still like that game. What about Lost Odyssey? Lost Odyssey's a fantastic game. Lost Odyssey is is, is, is a sad game. It's heard... not as modern, but um, uh, Dragon Quest Eight. Yeah, they got a new one of those coming out. On PS4, actually. I've always heard Tales of Vesperia is really good. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, I'd heard Tales... I own it, but I haven't played it. But I've heard that one is, like, fantastic. Eternal Sonata is another good one. Uh, I like that game. I did not like Eternal Sonata. I actually own it, and I I don't like that game. Star Ocean 4 is not bad, either. Yeah, whatever happened to those games? Those games used to be, like, the shit on They got a new Star Ocean coming out. Yeah, I know. Like, maybe... No, it's supposed to be. Coming. Well, a lot of things are supposed to be coming out. Drew, No Man's Sky is supposed to be coming out. I think we'll see Star Ocean before we see No Man's Sky. Probably, we'll probably see a new Nintendo console before we see No Man's Sky. <laughs> Damn. I'm just we'll saying, probably Drew. see at least one Man's Sky before we see No Man's Sky. Yeah, probably. I tell you, um, I I've played a little bit of it. I know Jay loved it a lot. Um, and if you have a 3DS, I, I, Bravely Default, I hear is. A, the game to have on the 3DS. Do they make a second one? Are they making a second one? They're making a second one, yeah. <coughs> Bravely second. I'll believe. tell you what, my, what there might be one that's going to shock fucking people is Xenoblade. Uh, but you'd have to have a Wii U to play it. And that's in December. Yeah, that's true. I've heard that. Like the, the Japanese version's been out for a while. I've just heard that's fabulous. I'll tell you a game that, that came out of nowhere... And and really shocked me, and I, I I didn't even you asked me to review it. It was a long time. It was it was actually on the DS. This is before the 3DS came out, and it was a game called Radiant Historia. That game came out of nowhere. I had never heard of it before, but when I played it, that's one of the best freaking JRPGs they've made in a long time. That's a fantastic game. <laughs> it's it's basically Chrono Trigger remade. Oh, Chrono Trigger. Did you like Chrono Cross? Never played it. It's good. That's uh, that's on our list of games we should play one day. Is that one available on the PlayStation Store? It is. Good. Yeah, that's a good game. I keep In fact, hearing, I own it. I own the game. I keep hearing rumors that they're going to add PS1 and PS2 stuff to PS4, and that would fucking... Oh my god, that would be so awesome. That's like the only reason I go back to my PS3 right now, is to play the PS1 and PS2 games. Like, I have all the Fatal Frames on there. I have, uh, like, all the Siphon Filters and all the original Resident Evils and stuff yeah, on there. I do, too. I would just... I have. I would like to go back at some point and play through both Dino Crisis games, because I own those, as well as the Parasite Eves, but, like, I don't like booting up my PS3. Yeah, we did both those. We did Parasite Eve 1 and we did Dino Crisis 1. Yeah, I want to go back to that. I hope they add that stuff to PS4, because that'd be great. I don't care about them adding PS3 backwards compatibility, because I don't own a lot of PS3 games. But PS1 and PS2, I'd be down, 100%. Parasite Eve was actually really enjoyable. Even just playing it on the PS3. I need to 
go back and play some of those old games. I really liked a lot of those old PS1 games that only made it on the PS1. I don't count Dino Crisis 3, by the way. <laughs> that game was fucking awful. I'm sorry, what was that? Um, it was on the PS1. Uh, you played as like this little kid that had psychic powers. It was like a, kind of like a horror game. Um, I am drawing a complete blank here. It's it like a kid in like a psychiatric ward. God damn, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I think it started with a G, like Galerians or something like that. Oh, Galerians. Galerians, there Galerians you go. Galerians Ash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that game. Okay, yeah, I know. I, I don't remember what the game was about, but I do remember the game. That was, that was one of those, like, during the time when everybody was trying to copy Resident Evil with those, like, pre-rendered background, like, tank control games. Yeah. And that was one of them, and it was weird. Mm-hmm. I do remember that one. Uh, Sean says, I sent you all an email this week, and we read it. There you go. Uh, Mookie says, the only reason why I stick around is because of the stupid reason representing my own country, and they are the most active. What is this? Does this follow up? What, what? Oh, oh, sorry. I missed the first tweet. Oh. He says, I need advice. There's this other gaming podcast that I really want to improve, but they just don't actually listen. The only reason why I stick around is because of the stupid reason representing my own country, and they are the most active ones in town, and it's making the community a lot stupid than it is back there because of what they misinform to people. What should I do? Leave them or stick around and rant to them until they straighten the f- up and be more informative and collaborative to their listeners? I guess it really depends on who they are and what they're saying. Um... Yeah, so so you're a listener of the podcast, and you write into them, and they're not changing anything. That sounds what he's saying. Okay, um, it you know you can't change people unless they want to change. Yeah, that is true. I mean, I, there's been plenty of times podcasts that I used to listen to, and I just got sick of listening to it. I can name multiple ones. In four G radio. <laughs> I, I've been listening to N4G Radio since 2006. And you still listen to it? I listen to our ep- episodes every single Monday. He just likes to hear his voice. He's like, God I, damn. I do, actually. God damn, listen to me. I am a sexual tyrannosaurus. God damn sexual tyrannosaurus. Are you eating like a jelly sandwich? I was just making a... Okay. Sound like you were eating a jelly sandwich. I had to put a big wad of chew in my mouth. I thought you... Whoa, I thought you were going somewhere else with that, but that's okay. Let's move on. Uh, King XAD wants to know, so I have the Master Chief Collection. Should I complete Halo 4 before jumping into 5? Got halfway through it back on the 360. Yes, you should. I unfortunately did not, so I guess I'm playing Halo 5 not knowing what's going to happen. You should probably go watch the ending or something. I'll probably watch like a retrospective of Halo. Yeah, Halo 5 plays a lot off of what happened at the end of Halo 4. Okay. I'm just going to say that. Anyway, Plo617 says, Have you guys watched Death Note or Attack on Titan? They are both excellent anime series. I have watched uh, the first season of Attack on Titan. Uh, I have never watched Death Note, but I know what it's about. Did they not make an Attack on Titan live-action movie recently? They're working on it, I think. Or I th- it may already be out. I thought it was out. 
It may be out. I don't know. I've never seen... I don't even know what either one of those are. My anime knowledge, like, died with Cowboy Bebop, apparently. But yeah, I have seen Attack on Titan. Um, he goes on to say, even with the NX being more powerful than the PS4 slash Xbox One, he calls it the X-Bone, because that's funny, uh, how can they hope to go up against their massive install base? They can't. They can't. <laughs> that's, that's all there is to it. I'm not getting into the Nintendo conversation again. I think Nintendo's got a lot of work. And it's going to be... Min- yeah. It's going to be a fucking... It's going to be trying to, like, motherfuckers ice skating uphill. Yeah. <laughs> motherfuckers always trying to ice skate uphill. <laughs> what movie is it from? Blade. That's right, it is. God damn, it's the best line in that movie. One of the few good lines in that movie. I like Just the best line. I like that movie, but it wasn't for the dialogue, obviously. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a good movie. None, I'm not. None of them are. No, no. None of them are for the dialogue, that's for sure. Uh... Here you go, Drew. I know you were asking why we weren't talking about it, but do you guys feel the new Star Wars, Star Wars trailer relied a bit too much on nostalgia? Also, are there going to be space battles? I'm, I'm not do sure there will. Do you not realize that the entire Star Wars... Listen, I love Star Wars, but do you not realize that the entire Star Wars franchise relies on nostalgia? It does. Yep. It does. That's why we get excited about it. Um... I don't have nostalgia for Star Wars because I just recently watched them all, but... I forget every time that a new trailer comes out that the internet hates J.J. Abrams, and I still can't figure out why. Who knows, dude? I, 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 I've always liked this stuff. I've seen all of his movies, and the only one I didn't like was Cloverfield. And the internet yeah, I, hates a lot of stuff. I joke about Cloverfield, but like most of his movies are genuinely interesting. I mean, he made me like Star Trek. I saw a... Uh, <laughs> Uh, oh, you're going to get some hate for that. Well, um, fuck that. I thought that series was boring, but that movie was pretty good. I uh, I watched a, a really gr- or I saw a really great illustration today, and I assume it was from. It looked like it was probably from um, uh, Futurama, but I, I'm not sure. Um, it was uh, it's it was two dogs on chains barking at each other and like acting like they were going to fight each other, and then the chains break and they both just look each look at each other and walk away. And it, so it said, internet, while they were barking at each other on the chains. And then it said, real life, as soon as the chains broke. Mm-hmm. They just, like, look at each other, look away, and walk <laughs> walk the other direction. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> that's the way the world works. I don't know. You know SICO, and, you know, when we used to play in the arcade, when, you know, you, you hear 12-year-old kid yelling at me, calling me names, playing Call of Duty, if we were in the arcade, you played the Call of Duty in the arcade. I'm just saying, if we were in the arcade, oh okay, they wouldn't be saying jack fucking shit to you. True story. <laughs> true it's, story. It's a true story. Six strangers. Anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel like the real world just happened right there. <laughs> um. <laughs> Where is your head? Whenever somebody says true story, my head always goes, true story. (laughs) From that stupid intro where they would repeat it and sing it, it was dumb. What about Puck? Whatever happened to Puck? I want to know. That reference somewhere. I was going to say, that reference is lost on 99% of the audience. They're not old enough to remember Puck. Does anybody know who Puck is? They did back in the day, son. They did back in the day. The only thing I remember of Puck is him putting his fingers in the peanut butter and somebody got pissed off about it. 
Then they kicked him out. They did kick him out. And then yeah. he became more popular after he left. Yep. Anyway, one last tweet from Plo six one seven. It says, "Will we ever get a new damn boxing game? Where's my new Fight Night? At this point, I'll take a remaster." That's an excellent question. That's maybe they should be doing that instead of NBA Live. That may be a good <laughs> idea. Whatever happened to boxing games? They like Fight Night on the Xbox three hundred and sixty was like a monument. All those resources went towards UFC. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Nobody gives a shit about boxing anymore, but me what and happened, six people. What yeah. happened to EA's UFC? They took those resources and put them on NBA Live. <laughs> people just keep quitting. It's a vicious cycle here. It's definitely something. Jesus. I you know, that's a good question. I used to love Fight Night. It's never been my thing, but it just seems like a missed opportunity. Yeah. God, I'm oh. getting killed in fantasy football. It's depressing. <laughs> That's the Falcons, though. I, I'm not watching a game. I'm just looking at my app. Oh. I'm getting beat by, like, 35 points. Depresses me. Anyway, that's all the tweets. Uh, if you want to shoot us an email, you can send them to podcasts at ztgd.com. Uh, if you want to tweet at us, you can follow us on Twitter at N4G Podcast. Uh, if you want to follow us individually on Twitter, you can follow Ryan at R. Wombold, Drew at DML Fury, uh, me and the site at ZTGD. Also check out Phoenix Down Intermission episode is up. And as Drew said earlier, he has no idea what the next game is. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm, we're probably going to finish The Evil Within this week. I'm going to try to at least get Matt just to, I know he's finished it, but he couldn't record that night. So I had to get Jay on for an intermission. So, we'll see whatever your new... Uh, but if you want to follow them, it's ZTGD Phoenix Down on the Twitter. Maybe you can suggest a quickie. One episode game? Another Justice League Heroes? Justice League Heroes should not have been one episode game. I can't help it that I beat the game. Yeah, because you started like a week and a half before we did. So? So? Y'all get good. No, we we have... A plan. <laughs> we plan this shit out. Fuck your plan. And you just like I beat it already. <laughs> Is that what I say? Is that how I sound when I talk? Yeah, I'm gonna do a whole episode of M4G Radio like that. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode. <laughs> <laughs> Is that like Krusty and Bill Cosby mixed? Yeah, that was Maybe. very crazy. <laughs> it's supposed to be. It's that's the point. <laughs> I got some. I got some pills. I'm gonna make you take them and then take off your pants. Nah. Nah. Stuck on the pudding pop. Yellow. (laughs) Tell that motherfucker to have a coke and a smile and shut the fuck up. Anyway. You want to break? You want to break another embargo, Drew? Before we go. Sure. <laughs> that's that's it. That's the show. Fuck it. Epic fail. Welcome to the N4G Podcast. Oh, you can...
this is going to be a very interesting episode. Greetings, programs. I got lost trying to find my way to the secret underground N4C radio lair. The Play games, not console. No bad boys allowed. And then I, and then I killed the dragon. Then I killed the dragon.